Hey guys, my name is Sarah and welcome to episode 3 of my opera horror story. So life kept going on, it never stopped. Despite the fact that I wasn't happy in the place that I was. So many of you would ask questions like, did you have to be there? Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you find another family? The reason why I never left is because in Denmark, au pairs are generally being used as housemates. And because of the fact that I had so many au pair friends, we shared our stories with each other and to be honest at some point i felt i felt lucky because every time i listened to other people's stories it broke my heart to know that people can act like this at the end of the day we're all human it doesn't matter if you're white black yellow green or whatever the case may be We all have blood flowing in our veins. But just because you're in a position where you feel like you're more priv- privileged than the other person does not mean that you should treat other people like they're actually not people. So much happened. One time I had migraine. For those that have suffered migraine headaches, I'm 100% sure that you know how bad it can be. I had a very terrible migraine headache. I couldn't see the light. I just had to stay in darkness. I felt like my head weighed 100 kilograms. I had so much pain. I stayed in my room for 3 days. I texted them. I told them that I wasn't feeling okay. And of course, they had to let me heal, but some of the things that surprised me was the fact that in those 3 days that I was down, bedridden, my host family never cared to come and knock on my door to check up on me to find out if I was very bedridden. I I never ate food for 3 days. I know I don't know if someone can believe that but because I was very sick I just I I couldn't get out of my bed and on the third day when I could not take it I asked my host mom if she could just drop me off at the doctors because I had to book an appointment at the doctors and to my surprise she asked me to take the bus because she was so late for work but what if i was her sister would she prioritize going to work over taking me to the hospital what if i was a friend to her a best friend let's say would she have done that but just because um an au pair 
I'm not related to them. To them, I'm just some piece of cheap labor in the house. I was so hot. I had to push myself in that much pain that I had. Got onto the bus and went to the doctor. And actually, when my doctor saw me, she was surprised. She was like, you seem to be in a lot of pain. Did you come by yourself? I said, yeah, I did. And I'll still go back by myself. It's so sad because when you move into living with these families, some of them tell you that you're now part of the family. And for me, being part of the family is I want to be treated just like you would like anybody to treat you. Being part of the family is you caring for me and me caring for you. I, I didn't feel that at all. Because how can you tell me that I'm a part of your family, yet you're letting me live a life of restrictions? I lived in a house that had about seven cameras watching me in the house. I never felt at home because of the fact that I knew Someone was always maybe watching me because, I mean, if you have cameras in every corner of the house, well, how can, I mean, how can you even be comfortable? How can you tell me that I'm a part of your family if you, you don't even feel comfortable to have me in your own house? So you decide to tell me that I'm not allowed to go into the living room I'm not allowed to use the TV how can you say I'm a part of your family if you don't let me in I felt so segregated one time I had to go to school I did not have any money on me so I sent a text message to my host mom and I told her that could you please borrow me 300 krona out of my salary and you can take it off at the end of the month and to my surprise they had to sit me down for a meeting and a small kind of briefing to let me know that they do not lend money to anybody and in this case you're telling me that I'm a part of your family but you don't trust me enough to even have 300 out of the money that I'm working for and they didn't even care to know what I needed this little money for 300 Danish krona is like $50 and I needed this money because I had to go to school to do an exam I did not have any money on me. I felt so sad. I lived in bitterness. I made dinner every day. But what made me sad the most was the fact that if my host mom or my host dad 
wanted to cook something and they had to slice just one tomato or one onion or one carrot, they would call me wherever I was in the house to come down and slice for them just one tomato, one carrot, one something, something that they could do it and that was it. But every time that, I mean not, yeah, for all the times that I cooked, I had to cut a lot of vegetables, I had to cook everything, I had to set up the table, I had to serve food on the table and then clean after myself, clean up where I was cooking from before going to the table to eat. But even before I was done with cleaning, they would be halfway done with the dinner. They didn't have the mindset to say let's wait for her to get done with the cleaning or maybe let's help her so we can all sit and eat food when it's still warm. I was so sad and the only reason why they said since we are family we need to eat dinner together it's simply because to them they needed someone to clean after dinner. So after cleaning before eating dinner I also had to clean after dinner. But one thing that hurt me the most was the fact that I had a lot of work around me and as a family, if we are living as a family, the list of the things that I could expect is a little bit of help. A little bit of help like I'm cooking, set up the dinner table and after dinner let's clean up together and then we can all relax. But I had to do everything, like I had to do everything while they sat to watch TV text, use their phones for whatever they were using them for. And yet at the end of the day, they had the audacity to say to my face, you're a part of our family. I lived in bitterness. I hated my presence in that house. I looked forward to the day when I would step my feet out of that house. I remember another time, my host mom, she had the audacity to attack me because I felt so attacked. She was trying to have a conversation with me. She was complaining that she felt like I wasn't doing my job the way she expected it. And she gave me examples of her previous au pair even ironing her husband's inner boxers. I laughed. I laughed so hard. And according to her, I was being disrespectful. She told me that if my friends found out how you're acting in my house, I don't know what they would do just looked her in the eyes so short of words to say she was complaining that the closets were messed up and I asked her that I fold laundry every day and I put the laundry where it's supposed to be is it me that messes up those closets every day 
Is it me that messes up all the things that I put together? Because every day I have a lot of work to do. Is it me that's walking in the house with muddy shoes over the stairs? Is it me that's making coffee and not cleaning after myself? And I asked her, how can you be like this? How can you do things like this, expecting another person to clean after you? And if the person cannot clean after you, you start complaining. I told her it wasn't fair. But according to her, I disrespected her. That I was being disrespectful. And also she was complaining that I had I woke up five minutes late the that same day we had the meeting. And I told her that if I work ten hours, which actually an au pair is not supposed to work, you never ever notice that. But when I wake up five minutes late, it turns into a very big issue. She said she she didn't like the fact that I stayed on my phone during working hours or in the morning, which I completely agree with. But the reason why I stayed on my phone in the morning was because I woke up earlier, did what I had to do, prepared breakfast. So I sat down to have a small break so they could have breakfast, get out of the doors, so I could start cleaning. Because if I started cleaning before they walked out of the door, it would mean extra work for me. And I tried to explain this to this woman, but she still did not get it. She said, there, there is always something you can do. It's a big house. <laughs> Yet I had a, a schedule that I was following. But for me, all of these things, the reason why it hurt me so bad is because of the fact that they said I was a part of their family. One time I was invited for Christmas at the summer house. She told me, you don't have to do anything. Take it that it's a small holiday. And that's how I took it. Initially, I did not want to go there, but they insisted, so I did it for them. I stayed there two days, and in the two days I stayed there, I woke up at around 10 because I'm not a morning person. And because she told me to take it as my holiday, yeah, why would I wake up at 7? But according to her, she felt like I disrespected them so much by waking up at 10. They said I was very disrespectful. So because they own the house, I should wake up earlier than them. I, I, I didn't know how to live with these people anymore. Because for me, a lot of things that happened were not logical at all. I tried my best 
loved their children so much. Until now, I miss them. I really do. She was the boss of the house. And to be honest, I wouldn't say any negative stuff about my host dad because I could see how much my host mom controlled the house. She was like the man of the house and he, yeah, I won't say it. She was the one that brainwashed him, but I could see he, because when he stayed home, and he had to watch the kids and me and him and the kids were home. It was always so easy. But when she stayed home, it was the opposite. Sometimes I wonder what's wrong with women. I don't know why we don't connect sometimes. <laughs> For those of you out there that dream about becoming au pairs, I know there is a lot of good families out there. But I also want you to know that there is a lot of horrible families. I interacted with so many au pairs. One of the au pairs could not leave the house without asking for permission from her host dad. Another au pair was being threatened by her host dad. He told her he would take her back to her home country in the Philippines if she dared to leave. I've interacted with so many au pairs. One au pair was kicked out of the house by her host family and the agency did not do anything about it. They just told her to book the next flight back to her home country. There was a situation on Facebook where one host mom posted and said that they do au pairs a very big favor of bringing them from their poor countries into Denmark. So the least of the things they expect from au pairs is to be submissive and serve according to, according to their desires. This was on one of the au pair pages and I was one of the people that strongly disagreed with it. Because just because you bring someone from a poor country does not mean you should treat them as if they were not human. We need love too. We are human. We are somebody's kids. We have parents. We have siblings. We have relatives just like they do. This au pair experience is something that I will live to remember for the rest of my life. And again, like I said, there is no bad au pair and there is no bad host family. If host families would honestly treat their au pairs in the right way, like for example, if my host family had treated me like I was part of them, I would never sit here to tell this kind of story. Right now as we speak, I suffer anxiety. I'm sick in the head. And all of this started because of this au pair journey. I never had anxiety when I lived home. No, I was happy. 
But when I started becoming an au pair, I developed these mental illnesses that I'm now fighting to heal. And I feel like as part of my healing, I should let it out. So people should know. And I'm not ashamed about it. It's all my truth. Thank you for listening, guys. And thank you for being here with me. I greatly appreciate that. A lot more happened. I'll see you guys in the next episode again. Until then, my name is Sarah. <laughs>